The following program is being brought to you on the Voice America Variety Channel. For more information about our network and to check out additional show hosts and topics of interest, please visit voiceamericavariety.com. The Voice America Talk Radio Network is the worldwide leader in live Internet talk radio. Visit voiceamerica.com. The views and ideas expressed on the following program are strictly those of the hosts or guests and do not necessarily reflect the views and ideas held by the Voice America Talk Radio Network, its staff, and management. this week on your favorite soap opera. It's time to talk about all the daytime drama on Soap Central Live with Dan J. Kroll. Get ready for the latest soap news, scoops, and recaps. Now, here's Dan. Hey, everybody, and welcome to another edition of Soap Central Live. I'm Dan Kroll, and like every week, I'll be your host for our hour-long soapy kickoff to the weekend. Now, this is usually the point of the show where I introduce this week's special guest, But this week we have to make a little detour before we get there in order to handle a little bit of business. As you may have read, the All Soaps Cable Channel SoapNet will be going off the air in the months ahead. And judging by some of the emails that we've received, there seems to be a little confusion among some soap fans about exactly what is going on. So I wanted to take just a minute to assure all of you that SoapCentral.com is not going anywhere. The site is not affiliated with any television network. The SoapCentral.com website will continue to provide you with the latest soap news, recaps, scoops, and other goodies, just as we have for the past 15 years. And Soap Central Live, this show, will continue to be here every week as well. As you know, the show was recently renewed for another year, and now that I'm beaming into your homes and offices and iPods, there is no way you're getting rid of me that easily. So now that I've had a chance to share just a couple of words with you, that opens the door to talk about What else but couples? As you probably know, soap opera couples come in a lot of different varieties. Some are super couples like Luke and Laura, John and Marlena, Cliff and Nina, and others are on again, off again, more times than you can count, like Victor and Nikki, Erica and Jack, Eric and Stephanie. And others are groundbreaking, like Olivia and Natalia, Oliver and Kyle, Angie and Jesse. But then there are those soap couples that, well, they aren't romantically linked, And they're not even really related. And we have an example of that this week with two stars of ABC's All My Children. Their characters, Randy Hubbard and Madison North, aren't quite enemies, but, well, they're certainly not friends either. So I guess it's safe to say that they are frenemies. To help sort out this love-hate relationship, please welcome my guests this week, Denise Vassy and Stephanie Gachet. Hey, guys. Hey. So, frenemies, do you think that that sums up your relationship? Yes, very well. (laughs) I guess there's no other way to put it, really. (laughs) Um, Not in real life, but definitely on this show. It's good. Certainly, it's better to be uh, frenemies in fiction than frenemies in reality. That's true. No, no, No drama in reality. Well, like we do at the top of the the show for all of our first-time guests, we do something called The Soap Connection. Now, there's no dramatic music, although I I secretly want to have some sort of spy song play. Uh, But it's basically where we sort of figure out how everyone got to where they are in the soap community. So we'll start with Denise. Mm -hmm. Before you 
entered into our, our world of soapy goodness, you started off in the world of modeling. So let's start with, first of all, I mean, it's obvious uh, to say why you were a model, but was that something that always interested you, or was that something that sort of popped up? Um, well, first, thank you. And um, no, it wasn't something that always interested me. Uh, I started very young when I was 12. It was something that my mother was approached about since I was probably six months old. And my mom felt that, you know, or my dad really at the time felt like it was nothing a child should be doing. And then we went through a course of a lot of different things that you put your little girl in, ballet and dance and piano and things that lasted two weeks here and a week there and horseback riding. And then we had a family friend who kept on, you know, really pushing my mom towards the modeling thing. And so my mom just one day pulled out a stack of cards and said, listen, a whole bunch of people have asked about getting you involved in this. Do you want to try it out? And I was 12, and I was like, sure, something new. I didn't really get it. Um, I definitely read, you know, the, the magazines of the moment, YM, Teen. Mm-hmm. Um, but I never really thought about how people get into, you know, how girls were in those magazines. So it was um, a whole new concept. And we tried it out. My mom was really cool. She said, if you don't like it, like everything else, you'll stop in two weeks. You let me know. <laughs> And uh, there were some awesome privileges. Like, I was the only one in seventh grade who was allowed to carry a beeper. (laughs) (laughs) And that, like, was really cool at the time. You know, I had my, like, pink fluorescent beeper. And um, I got to leave school early when there was, you know, something I needed to do, whether it was a casting or work. And as long as I kept my grades up, I got to pretty much make up all the work that I didn't do in class outside of it. And uh, then, of course, there was money. And um, my mom explained to me we'd be, you know, saving it for the future and for college and stuff like that. And and so it just worked out. I loved doing it. Um, it was it was fun. It was almost like I was an adult. I got to go to work, but it was it was it was super fun. So we just I ended up sticking with it for for a very long time. Now, Stephanie, let's talk about you growing up in. Philadelphia here in uh, the SoapCentral.com hometown. What about for you? Was acting something that was always on your radar, or is that something that just sort of also popped up? I think it was always on my radar. I honestly don't remember a time in my life when it wasn't what I wanted to do. Um, I was just always that kid who was always performing, always in the living room putting on plays, making everybody that I could pull into the living room watch me. (laughs) I guess it just sort of popped up some one day that it could actually be a career, that it could actually be um, something that I could do outside of the living room. Uh, and that, but that came along pretty early on for me too. I, I was, I guess, nine when I started taking acting classes on Saturday morning, and um, and then one day a local theater company in Philadelphia needed a little girl for a play reading, and my acting teacher. Um, was asked uh, if any of his students could do it, and he recommended me, and I did my first professional job as an actress at this local theater company. And then sort of a light bulb went off, and I realized that I, you know, that I could 
do plays. And then, and then I met my manager and uh, realized that I could go to New York and audition for things in New York on television. And it just sort of um, grew, and I always loved it. And it was always sort of my number one extracurricular activity and mm. um, blossomed into a career since. So it's always sort of been on the radar, for sure. And I think a lot of people, of course... Uh, know you not just from All My Children, but also from your time on Guiding Light. Yes. Now, I would what... say more people, more people still, uh, you know, when I meet soap fans, I still, I still hear a lot uh, more about Guiding Light. Of course, uh, with, Guiding Light, to that show. with Guiding Light off the air, there are a lot of Guiding Light fans who uh, are still sort of floating through the soap world. So... <laughs> Try to get them interested in, in All My Children and to come over and learn a little bit about your character. Let's take a step back first. What are some of your favorite memories from your time on Guiding Light? Oh, there are millions. I mean, I, I for me, <laughs> I just, it was some of the best years of my life. I left college after I spent one year at NYU and left college in order to join the cast at Guiding Light. And so my years there sort of became my college, what would have been my college years. Um, and I've, I, I felt like the people that I worked with there were my family, and I really grew up with them. Um, I mean, I, I could talk about my Guiding Light memories for about a year. So. Wow. Um, but it was, just, it was just a really, really good time and a really good growing experience and, and a good place for me to learn about this medium because I had good people to learn from, you know. Um, and, of course, when... Uh, you weren't an active member of the cast when the show was canceled, but what were your thoughts when you had heard that your old home would be disappearing? Oh, it was devastating. It's just that show was on television for as long as television existed, and before yeah. that, it was on the radio. It's always been around, and just it was surreal to imagine that it wouldn't be on television anymore. And of course, I felt for all of the you know my friends that are still were still on the show and crew members and. When a show goes off the air, it hurts a lot of people. But I think overall, you got to say it had a good run. Seventy-two years—that is, is not bad. Yeah, uh, I hope that I can make it <laughs> just to seventy-two years. Not even with the soaps, just in general. Uh, but, yeah, really. You know, and I was just glad that Josh and Reva got back together personally. <laughs> I, I kind of think a lot of people were, you know, the the, the whole ride off into the sunset. Uh, yeah. I think that's secretly. I think that's all of our <laughs> that's all of our dreams to ride off into the sun, sunset with somebody. Um, yeah. Since we're talking about anniversaries, the, of course the soaps do not air live on the weekend, but tomorrow is a very special day. It will be the two-year anniversary of Denise's first appearance on All My Children. So happy anniversary, Denise! Happy thank anniversary, you. Denise! Aw, thank you, Wifey. <laughs> oh, we have. Secret codes and names. Uh, yeah. <laughs> so let's let's talk. I mean, it's only two years, but let's talk about some of your favorite moments and memories about being part of the AMC family. Wow. Um, hmm. Well, um, obviously, the, the 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 biggest thing I can talk about is becoming part of and being placed in a a family that represents soap history, the Hubbards. Um, I couldn't ask for a better family. <laughs> I kind of got really lucky. Um, besides what, what that family means, um, or Angie and Jesse, what they mean to the soap world, um, having the ability to work alongside 
um, Debbie and Darnell uh, has been a blessing. They've been obviously doing this for a long time, and mm-hmm. and you can just sit back and, and and watch them and just learn. And 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 many times we were doing scenes, and either one of them would come over to me and give me a note or some advice on how to get through some of um, the tougher things, especially, I mean, my first year, my first eight months. I mean, it took me forever to learn how to, to, to be able to walk into work and, and you know, be in at 7, hair and makeup, and just cry at 9 a.m. It's not as, no matter how much you study or, or whoever is coaching you, it's not as easy as when you're actually on, on a stage with, you know, numerous people, crew, other cast. Um, so working with them is always going to be considered a blessing to me. Um, we have a whole bunch of great memories because we always have a lot of, we always have a lot of fun in our scenes. There's always a lot of joking around um, that obviously you guys don't get to see. Of course. Whether it, you know, me and Debbie in rehearsal, like trying to order breakfast because me and her are the foodies. <laughs> okay. <laughs> did you order? Did you order? No, okay, you go upstairs and order this. And I'll just tell them that, you know, you ran to the bathroom. <laughs> um, let's let's talk a little bit about food. We have to take a quick break, but we're going to talk about that, and we're going to talk about two big moves, AMC packing up and heading to Los Angeles, and, of course, the daytime Emmys hitting the road for Las Vegas. But don't you move out there, because we'll be back with more of Soap Central Live after the break. the experts. Call toll-free right now, 1-866-472-5787, Hello? and ask our all-star team to answer your questions. That's 1-866-472-5787. Thank you for calling. VoiceAmerica.com. Hey, soap fans, are you looking for the inside scoop on your favorite daytime drama series? For 15 years, soap fans have looked no further than SoapCentral.com. Every day, SoapCentral.com has comprehensive daily recaps of all the happenings on your favorite soap operas. Take a sneak peek ahead with the scoop for spoilers and previews, or share your thoughts with soap fans from around the world on our bustling message boards. If you're looking for a little history or just looking to settle a bet with a friend, check out hundreds of character profiles and actor biographies. Now you'll be able to know who slept with who and who's come back from the dead the most times. Plus, exclusive interviews, red carpet coverage of the daytime Emmys, and much more. Whether you watch The Young and the Restless, General Hospital, All My Children, or any of the other soaps, SoapCentral.com will keep you tuning in tomorrow. It's always 5 o'clock somewhere. Thursdays at 5 Eastern Time, be sure to tune in to the Voice America Variety Channel for Cocktails for Everyone with host Catherine Stanton Schiff. Catherine will take you behind the scenes of your favorite beer, wine, and spirit brands, the people that create them, and the restaurants that serve them. The program will keep you on the pulse of the beverage industry and may even keep you a step ahead of the bartender. Cocktails for Everyone airs live Thursdays at 5 Eastern Time, that's 2 Pacific Time, on the Voice America Variety Channel. News, opinion, passion, 
Your voice counts. Call toll-free 1-866-472-5787. 1-866-472-5787. VoiceAmerica.com. You are tuned in today with Soap Central Live, starring Dan J. Kroll. Do you have a question, a comment, or you just want to dish? Please call in at 1-866-472-5788. That's 1-866-472-5788. Or drop a line to radio at SoapCentral.com. Now, back to our stories. Hey, everybody, and welcome back to Soap Central Live. I'm joined this week by Denise Bassey and Stephanie Gachet of All My Children. Welcome back. Hey. Yeah. So we were we were talking about food, uh, and, and normally I'm I'm never one to, to stop talking about food. I'm actually hungry mm-hmm. as we as we talk. So you're you're a foodie, yes, Denise. <laughs> food lovers all around here, I think. Yeah, oh, exactly. Yeah. What's a typical morning? You're talking about ordering breakfast. What's a what's a typical all my children breakfast? Well, honestly, it was a lot easier when we were in New York. Of course. Um, you know. Uh, more options, being in the city, we could order from a whole bunch of places. But me and Debbie would kind of, you know, go back and forth about, you know, what was the new dish at whatever place. You know, did you try this? And you've got to try that. And Oh, I'm not really into it. No, 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 just try it. You know, just kind of <laughs> coaxing each other to try try different things. And that place, their eggs were too salty and just just fun stuff like that. But, oh, wow. So it's serious. Um, it's serious. Me and Debbie are serious about our food. I, we we were talking the other day about how we used to, um, you know, we had a lot of more um, prepared food on in on in New York on set, and apparently that's not as good as it like even used to be like years ago when I when I wasn't there. And Deb, that's my dog, by the way. Um, <laughs> Blue wants to say hi to everyone. Hey, Blue. Um, but oops. But um, we used to we used to take back stuff. You know, we we'd love what they what they prepare, and we'd end up like taking whatever wasn't used on set, and ended up taking it home for like dinner. So it was wow. it was it was pretty serious um, in New York uh, in L.A. Excuse me, and Stephanie can vouch for this. Our first few weeks, um, <laughs> they would they would have these um, fruit trays brought to um, this area right by the makeup room, but also these donut trays. <laughs> no, we and didn't after, have food at, the, at, the, at first, remember? The fruit, did, we, didn't, we had to lobby for the fruit. Right, because we were like, they cannot be dropping us donuts every morning. Like, it was nice and sweet. <laughs> like, the first week, it was like, oh, that's so sweet, and everyone's stressed and, 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 and has this anxiety about being in a new place, and, 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 and it was just, you know... Goodies. But four weeks but into when, eating donuts. We were like, um, this can't be good for us. There's no way we're going to be living with donuts for the rest of the year. And, and, and Wow. So we definitely lobbied. We're like, we need the coffee stays, but we need some fruit, guys. Get well, rid of the donuts. Aside, donuts aside, uh, let me start with, with Stephanie. Uh, both of you being native East Coasters, is there anything that you miss about being over here on the East Coast other than apparently food. <laughs> <laughs> Definitely food. I miss my cheesesteaks. You uh, know it. <laughs> yes. Um, but, yeah, you know, the lifestyle is just so different. And 
I grew up in Philadelphia and then New York. I'm used to East Coast cities and the, the hustle and bustle and the walking everywhere and the constant stimulation of a big city. Um, and I do miss that. Although I'm really, really loving my experience in L.A., too. It's just completely different. Um, and I do miss the sort of um, on-the-go, um, exciting nature of, of the East Coast. Well, two things about that. First, uh, favorite cheesesteak? Not Pat's or Gino's. Oh. I like Jim's on okay. South Street. <laughs> oh, stunning. <laughs> the secrets come out. I think I'm partial to Tony Luke's, but that's another uh, another Can't show. Can't go wrong with that either. That'll be our, our food episode coming up in a couple of weeks, I'm sure. Uh, but the walking, I think that that's something that a lot of people uh, don't really think about when they think about the East Coast. Typically in New York, you can walk everywhere, which sort of leads well into... Into the fact that Denise Bassey does not drive. <laughs> no! Surprise! <laughs> She's only been living in L.A. for six months. No big deal. <laughs> well, exactly. You know, it's, not a, it's not a big surprise to me, you know, having lived on the East Coast and, and knowing a lot of folks in New York, but it may surprise some people that you don't drive. Yeah, no, I, I mean, it wouldn't surprise me if, um, you know, someone came up to me and said it to me that they, they didn't drive. But I have got some very weird reactions from how old are you to, to are you, like, paranoid? It's just, it's just been so funny. And, and I just recently got my learner's permit. So, and I think that's pretty um, sweet and also really embarrassing. <laughs> Um, I think it's but, cute. Yeah, yeah. Well, that's because you love me. I mean, it's, 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 kind of, it's kind of embarrassing, Stephanie. It's like, um, yeah, I don't drive. Um, and it comes up in, 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 in almost every conversation when you meet somebody somehow one way or another. Um, so I've definitely gotten some some screwed faces. <laughs> um, yeah, well, here it's just such a foreign thing because everyone in L.A. Yeah. has to drive everywhere. Yeah. You know, so it's... But they don't move fast. They're in their cars, but they, they, you know, drive two miles an hour because everybody has a car. And I Well, if you're referring to the L.A. traffic, that's true. Yeah, exactly. There's just so much more you could be getting done while, <laughs> while you have... I mean, you have to... I'm, I'm, I'm totally all for when you're driving, you need to be paying attention to driving and doing nothing else but maybe having a conversation with someone in the car. But... Um, but if you weren't driving, I mean, I was just in New York a couple of days ago, and I got on the subway, and I don't remember who it was that asked me, was like, did you really take the subway today? I was like, I miss the subway. I miss being able to get in the subway yeah. and get a head start on returning my emails. I miss people watching. I miss the, the way things are easily accessible, but by just, you know, getting up and going. Um, and not having to deal with traffic, even if I, you know, even though right now I'm not driving and Stephanie is. <laughs> <laughs> We're in it together. We're in that traffic together. We're okay, in good. it together, exactly. And I promised her once I get my license, however long it takes me, that's the amount of time that she doesn't have to worry about driving to get back to, to and from work. <laughs> that sounds like a good deal. <laughs> Works for me. Well, let's talk about, because we, we sort of alluded to the fact that it, it really is, a different lifestyle. Was there anything about living in L.A. that sort of caught you by surprise that you didn't expect? Mm -hmm. 
Well, I would. I mean, I just didn't expect to really love it here. I think I a lot of New Yorkers have an attitude towards LA that it's inferior, or <laughs> um, you know, no place can be like New York, and that's true. But I've been surprised to really find things that I love about LA. There's a lot of like outdoorsy activities you can do here. Mm-hmm. I never like hike. Going on a hike was never part of my life before, and I love it. Um, what about beaches? And, uh, I'm sure being from the East Coast, both of you must have have gone to the Jersey Shore. Uh, of course, a little bit different, <laughs> I would think. It is um, different. And I didn't go to the Jersey Shore. Did you go to the Jersey Shore? <laughs> you did ever? Uh, yeah. No. I mean, yeah, of course. <laughs> you have to. <laughs> you mean I not lived, New York? I lived back. like a few blocks. I grew up a few blocks away from the beach in Brooklyn. Um, so, like two blocks. So I, I never went out to Jersey. Yeah, you but it's, def- it's definitely different. <laughs> and I guess one of the other things that it's good to be. Uh, you follow people on Twitter, you learn a lot of interesting things about them. Uh, but you're closer to the X2 roller coaster at Six Flags Magic Mountain. Mm-hmm. And I know that uh, at least Denise, we'll find out about Stephanie, uh, enjoys the roller coasters. I love uh, roller coasters. And um, I, I usually every, every year I would go to uh, Six Flags over in Jersey. Mm-hmm. Um, it's like I have to go at least, you know, once the summer season. When I got out here, there were a whole bunch of things that were on my list. Disneyland was the first stop, obviously. And um, and then Six Flags. I spent 10 hours exactly in Six Flags going on amazing things <laughs> twice. I went on the uh, Deja Vu four times, and the X2 was absolutely insane. It kind of, it, it. it really kind of is. Now, what about Stephanie? Stephanie, you haven't... Uh said anything oh, I about lo- I love a roller coaster too and I too used to go to Six Flags probably just about every year um, I love that stuff I love the thrill and I love spending a day at an amusement park it's perfect no it's it's, it's definitely uh, except for maybe the lines but uh, I guess the only other thing more exciting than amusement park might be Las Vegas and of course Vegas uh oh okay so I guess judging by that uh Let's get your initial reaction. We have uh, maybe about two minutes before we have to go into the next break. But when you found out the daytime Emmys were moving to Las Vegas, what were your initial thoughts? Party time. <laughs> Uh-oh. That's it. <laughs> yeah, no, it definitely, it definitely opens up the door for um, a lot of fun to be had. I think, you know, getting everyone out of L.A. and, and into a fun environment, I think it's going to be a great celebration. So are both of you planning to attend? Yeah. Yeah. I wouldn't miss it. And, you know, the next question, do either of you have uh, any sort of penchant for uh, slots or the cards or the wheels or anything like that? I'm a roulette girl. I've I've spent a lot of of time in Vegas, actually. Um, I know Vegas very well. And... um, (laughs) There have been, there've been a, a few occasions when they had to pull me away from the table. <laughs> oh, wow. <laughs> You're roulette and I'm blackjack. And I'd be lying if I didn't say I did a little bit of character work when Madison first came on all my children <laughs> as a gambling addict. But, you know, I'm, I, I just, I, just uh, I care about my craft, and I just wanted to uh, go research on that one a little bit. <laughs> now, we're going to talk a little bit more about the Emmys coming up in the next segment, but... We're also going to talk a little bit about which one of my guests this week 
scares me just a little bit. Do you think you know who it is? Well, you'll find out the answer when So Central Live comes back on the other side of these messages. the experts. Call toll-free right now, 1-866-472-5787, Hello? and ask our all-star team to answer your question. That's 1-866-472-5787. Thank you for calling. VoiceAmerica.com. Hey, soap fans, are you looking for the inside scoop on your favorite daytime drama series? For 15 years, soap fans have looked no further than SoapCentral.com. Every day, SoapCentral.com has comprehensive daily recaps of all the happenings on your favorite soap operas. Take a sneak peek ahead with the scoop for spoilers and previews, or share your thoughts with soap fans from around the world on our bustling message boards. If you're looking for a little history or just looking to settle a bet with a friend, check out hundreds of character profiles and actor biographies. Now you'll be able to know who slept with who and who's come back from the dead the most times. Plus, exclusive interviews, red carpet coverage of the daytime Emmys, and much more. Whether you watch The Young and the Restless, General Hospital, All My Children, or any of the other soaps, SoapCentral.com will keep you tuning in tomorrow. The Mayan calendar tells us that we will be entering into a 260-day opportunity for us to engage in conscious co-creation with Great Spirit. How will we prepare ourselves for this exciting and unprecedented time in Earth's history? Peter Tong has dedicated over 20 years of his life's work to exploring that which is beyond understanding. Peter will help increase your awareness and education on this enlightening transformation in consciousness. Awakening to Conscious Co-Creation airs live Wednesdays at noon Pacific Time, 3 p.m. Eastern Time on 7th Wave Network. The Internet's number one talk station. Number one talk station. VoiceAmerica.com are tuned in today with Soap Central Live, starring Dan J. Kroll. Do you have a question, a comment, or you just want to dish? Please call in at 1-866-472-5788. That's 1-866-472-5788. Or drop a line to radio at SoapCentral.com. Now, back to our stories. Welcome back to Soap Central Live. I'm your host, Dan Kroll, and if you're just joining us, I'm joined this week by Denise Vassie and Stephanie Gachet of All My Children. And before the break, we were talking about the Emmys, and I also mentioned that one of my guests scares me just a little bit. So, uh, welcome back, Denise and Stephanie, first of all. Thank you. Hello. Now, during the, uh, the break, did either of you have time to think about which one of you might actually scare me a little bit? No thinking time necessary. <laughs> All you, Steph. It's all you. Well, it is. I, I don't know why. <laughs> no, you, just to, to let listeners know, this is not the first time that I've spoken to either of you. Uh, but I had a chance to talk to Stephanie at the All My Children studio in Los Angeles. And I have to say, 
when I started to interview you, you didn't move, you didn't blink, and I think you might have stopped breathing for a period of time. And I thought, <laughs> maybe I said something that, uh, that uh, you, you didn't like or that you didn't have an answer to. But the more you didn't move and the more you didn't blink and the more I didn't think you were breathing, the more panicked I got. And then finally you laughed and answered the question, and I was, I was much more at ease. But uh, <laughs> I thought you were ready to pounce on me like, uh, like Madison might. Pounce on you? No, I would never. There's, and there's actually photographs. People can go to subcentral.com, and you can see me, arms flailing, head cocked to the side, making strange faces, asking questions, and in every picture you haven't moved. And you can see me with each passing frame. <laughs> I get a little bit more and more nervous. <laughs> really? Yeah, it, it was it was funny. I, it certainly was a good time, and it, it's all in in good fun. But no, I just kept thinking, "Uh oh, she's not moving. Did I say something wrong? What, did I not say guiding light? Did I say general hospital? What did I do? What did I do?" Uh, but no, well, it was a good in, time. In Stephanie's defense, if you guys were at the studio, she was she was probably in Madison mode. It's true. That explains why they moved the bookends. Um, <laughs> So we were talking a little bit about the daytime Emmys uh, before we went to the break. Uh, first, we'll start with the hard question. Uh, any predictions for which of the four nominees might take home the Outstanding Drama Series category this year? Of course, the nominees are The Young and the Restless, General Hospital, The Bold and the Beautiful, and a little soap called All My Children. <laughs> I mean, yeah, I think you know which one we're pulling for. <laughs> <laughs> of course. Now, Stephanie, of course, you've been previously nominated for a Daytime Emmy. You were a 2007 nominee for Outstanding Younger Actress. Yeah. What is going through the nominees' heads uh, as we get in here in the, the weeks and, and months ahead, or you know, moving up to, I guess, within a couple of days? What goes through someone's head as a nominee? Is there, are there really nerves or... It's just an honor to be nominated. Um, oh, yeah. For me, there weren't any nerves. It was all about excitement. It really, I mean, to be nominated and, and to be honored that way is really exciting. And to go and get to celebrate that um, at the Emmys is fun. It's exciting. You know, I brought my mom with me when I was nominated, and usually you have people around you um, that love and support you and got you to that place. So that's awesome. Um, but for me, there weren't any nerves because... Once you have the nomination, that's, you know, that's a huge honor on its own. And, and where it goes from there is just, you know, what it is. Of course. Um, but it's fun. It's fun to be part of that, for sure. And I guess certainly to support your castmates. Uh, and, of course, All My Children has a, a couple of acting nominations, Ricky Paul Golden and uh, Bobby Eakes. Yeah. This year is going to be a fun year to celebrate all my children in general with Agnes Nixon getting the Lifetime Achievement Award Definitely. and the show being nominated and actors being nominated. And now, Denise, last year was your first time going to the Daytime Emmys, correct? Yes. And we have to say you were picked as one of the best dressed on the red carpet. Oh, of course she was. <laughs> That's my girl. Do you have your dress picked out for this year's red carpet, or are you still deciding what to wear? No, I'm still looking. I'm actually, as we're talking about this, I'm starting to get a little anxious. Um, <laughs> I'm like, wait, that's right. We're in June already. Time is just flying by. I just have to point that out. Me and Stephanie <laughs> were at dinner yesterday, and we were like, wow, can you believe six months of the year has passed? And yeah. for us, six months in a completely new environment. 
so um, we have really like, you know, a few weeks, days, what can be considered days to the Emmy. So I'm starting to, to get a little nervous. So once we get off this call... Um, Let's go shopping. I'm definitely, definitely <laughs> starting to, uh, to to put my feelers out about it. Um, I I love to get dressed. Obviously, I come I come with a fashion background, and um, you give me any good excuse to put on a gown and jewels, and I'm there. And Stephanie, have you uh, started thinking about it? Started thinking about it, but I haven't done much <laughs> acting on the thinking. And I do feel like I, I thought we had all this time, you know, and then you suddenly realize how, how close we really are to the Emmy. So got to get on it. No, not that uh, probably either of you need it, but do you have any secret tips for any of our listeners out there? Maybe one beauty tip to get themselves red carpet ready or ready for, uh, you know, a night out to dinner, just something simple that, uh, you know, maybe everyone can, can sort of take home with them. Um, well, I don't I know if to say. Go ahead, Seth. No, 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 no. Go ahead. Um, the most important thing to me always, and Stephanie, as a woman, I think you can attest to this, is know your know your figure and pick something that's flattering for your figure. It doesn't need to be the trend of the moment. It doesn't need to be what you see in every magazine right now or what you think other people are really into. You really need to know, like, I know I can't do Empire Waist. No matter what, you'll never find me in a dress with an Empire Waist because it just doesn't, just doesn't work for my body. And secondly is wear what's comfortable. It may look really awesome when you put it on, but you need to imagine yourself four hours in it, <laughs> five hours sitting, standing, you know, um, and if it's not comfortable initially, you are going to have the worst time ever. You're going to be fidgeting. You won't be picture ready. You'll just be cranky and uncomfortable. You'll be grabbing at yourself. And it's, comfort is definitely key. That's true. And that actually, it's not really beauty advice, but my advice is going to be to wear comfortable shoes, especially when you're talking about a red carpet or something, some, you know, some event where you are going to be out all night. I really appreciate a beautiful shoe, but it's got to be comfortable or else you're going to walk <laughs> funny and you end up with your shoes off and then that's not cute. Definitely not cute. <laughs> yeah, now you've got me thinking about my shoes for the, for the red carpet and it's much easier, I think, as a guy than it is for, uh, yeah. for a woman. Uh, just a little bit. So you're coming, Dan, right? Of course. I, I wouldn't of miss course. it. This will be the, uh, the 10th year on the red carpet. It's a lot of fun. It's, it's like running the gauntlet to get everybody to come over and talk and, and all that other good stuff. So I look forward to it, and I look forward to seeing both of you in person. Definitely. And maybe uh, taking a ride on that roller coaster that goes around New York, New York. I may take you uh, uh, put your money where your mouth is in terms of riding roller coasters. But Let's do it. On Great a much, idea. On a much more serious note, uh, Denise, you had a chance to take part in this year's Daytime Gives Back uh, just yes. the other day. Can you give us a little bit of information without, you know, giving too much away about what, what happened and what fans can look forward to seeing in the Emmy telecast? Um, well, basically, um, a whole bunch of soap stars came together um, to, to offer their help in handing out uh, food and supplies to needy people in um, California, and it was, I mean, such a gratifying uh, experience. 
I'm involved in a, a couple of different charity uh, projects, but um, like I was telling someone who helped produce the event, this is actually like being where you can see each individual that you're impacting. I mean, I was smiling, and I, and I think I speak for everyone who was there, smiling the whole way through. People were just, they were, they were so thankful, and, and um, there were like a ton of little kids, and all you could think about is how, how you know, a couple hours of your time was, was changing everything. And, and so there were three different boxes. Um, there was a personal care uh, an Avon box because um, they're apparently one of the larger sponsors, mm-hmm. and then there was the food supply box. Okay. Um, which that that section was the section I was on. We had the the toughest box, twenty six pounds. <laughs> wow. Yeah, and the other great thing for me was that I got to meet a lot of the actors from the of West course. Coast soaps, which I haven't done yet, and. I had an amazing experience. I was with Keenan from YNR, and he's a doll. Like, we just had fun joking around and, and, and you know, who was going to get the boxes on the table first. And we just, we really had an awesome time. So I was really happy to be a part of that. Good. Now, you don't know this, and uh, let the listeners out there know, everyone at Substantial.com wanted to be a part of Daytime Gives Back, but we're not the soap stars. But that doesn't mean that we can't help to make a difference. So... What I'd like to do is for every one of the stars who was a part of the Daytime Gives Back, uh, we'd like to invite them to come on to Soap Central Live and talk a little bit about their experience. And for each of the stars that drops by, we're going to donate $100 to feed the children. And oh, now, wow. Denise, you're here today, and Shelly Hennig from Days of Our Lives is going to be on next week. And we've already had uh, Heather Tom and Chriselle Staus on. Uh, we're already up to giving $400 to uh, folks who really could use some help. So now, you know, it may not be the biggest donation, but I think that every little bit helps. So just make a, put out some feelers and let everybody know that they can come on and they can show that soap operas really can make a difference in the lives of so many people. That's awesome, Grant. Thank you so much. And you're right, every, everything counts. No, do, for, no donation is too small, for sure. Absolutely. And, and for everybody out there who wants to find out how they can help, don't forget to tune in to the Daytime Emmys Sunday, June 27th at 9 p.m. on CBS. And if you want more information in the meantime, you can go over and visit our website at SoapCentral.com and find out how you can help to make a difference. Coming up, we're going to take a quick little break here. But when we come back, we're going to get to the heart of the matter and find out What is it about Randy and Madison that they just can't play nicely together? And can this relationship be saved? Look out, Dr. Phil. I'm coming for you. So stay tuned for more when Soap Central Live comes back after the break. Streaming live. The leader in Internet talk radio, voiceamerica.com. Hey, soap fans, are you looking for the inside scoop on your favorite daytime drama series? For 15 years, soap fans have looked no further than soapcentral.com. Every day, soapcentral.com has comprehensive daily recaps of all the happenings on your favorite soap operas. Take a sneak peek ahead with the scoop for spoilers and previews or share your thoughts with soap fans from around the world on our bustling message boards. 
If you're looking for a little history or just looking to settle a bet with a friend, check out hundreds of character profiles and actor biographies. Now you'll be able to know who slept with who and who's come back from the dead the most times. Plus, exclusive interviews, red carpet coverage of the daytime Emmys, and much more. Whether you watch The Young and the Restless, General Hospital, All My Children, or any of the other soaps, SoapCentral.com will keep you tuning in tomorrow. Do you want to know what's really going on these days? Well, Capital Thinking takes you inside the worlds of policy, politics, law, and business. What happens in Washington, on Wall Street, and in our nation's legal system impacts your business every day. We're taking you on a behind-the-scenes tour of all of it. Each week, we bring you unfiltered conversation with a variety of influential policymakers, lawyers, and business leaders. I'm Kevin O'Neill, and I'm your host as Capital Thinking tours the halls of power. Join me for Capital Thinking on the Voice America Business Network each Thursday at noon Eastern and 9 a.m. Pacific Time. News. Opinion. Your voice counts. Call toll-free 1-866-472-5787. 1-866-472-5787. VoiceAmerica.com. are tuned in today with Soap Central Live, starring Dan J. Kroll. Do you have a question, a comment, or you just want to dish? Please call in at 1-866-472-5788. That's 1-866-472-5788. Or drop a line to radio at soapcentral.com. Now, back to our stories. Hey, everybody, and... Welcome back to Soap Central Live. I'm your host, Dan Kroll, and I can't believe that we are already down to the last segment with our guests this week, Denise Vassie and Stephanie Gachet of All My Children. Thank you so much, both of you, for dropping by this week. Oh, thank you for having us. Thank you. Now, we're going to talk a little bit about, I've mentioned that Randy and Madison are frenemies. So, for folks who maybe don't watch All My Children, what is it that's so big, that's such a problem, that uh, Randy and Madison just can't get along. What what happened? <laughs> I think we got Beth, off on the wrong foot. you want to be honest foot. with this one? <laughs> uh, <laughs> well, yeah, let's be honest. Madison was a little bit, a little bit cuckoo when, uh, when she came to town, when she came into the picture. Um, uh, <laughs> uh, they just definitely, uh, Randy and Madison, just, they got the wrong start. Madison... Um, may have possibly tried to pin a murder on Randy that, in fact, she committed herself. Maybe, and possibly the stress of that, you know, put me in a situation where Randy would lose her child. And then, of course, she went after my husband. Oh. I mean, she sounds like she's in a little bit of a denial over there. <laughs> I, I, I seem to have, this seems to have escaped my memory. I, it's clouded. I don't know why. You know, there, there was, a, there was a, a string of terrible things that went down. Um, and I, yeah. I will freely admit Madison was to blame uh, for being crazy and manipulative and evil. Admitting the problem is, is the first step to the uh, first step. whatever, recovery of some sort. We think she's on her way to recovery now, at least. Well, you know, why your characters... Uh, 
are having a having it out on screen. I think the fans are having a field day with your character's relationship. And I heard that they actually sent you boxing gloves. <laughs> yes, true. Yes, when we got that box, I remember we were just about to leave the studio and we opened uh-huh. it up in the car. And we were like, wow, these are awesome. We've got to play with these. And we like immediately hopped out and threw a boxing glove each on. These were huge boxing gloves. I mean, they're, they're so much fun. From our ankle to our knees, that's the length of them. They're gigantic. What? <laughs> uh-huh. Biggest I mean, boxing gloves I've ever seen. They're awesome. And you've used yeah, we them had on fun each with other. That. I'm sorry, oh, yeah, we will playfully, of course, but yes. Okay. We'll have to, we'll have to keep an eye out for boxing gloves. Now, <laughs> let's try to give sort of the Reader's Digest condensed version of each of your characters. We'll start with Denise. It's, uh, your character started off as a prostitute. Yes. What's my line? Um, uh, hooker with the heart of gold. <laughs> <laughs> Good one. That's about yeah, right. Which- which yeah is how they tagged me coming c- coming onto the show and and it's I mean it, it, it's been work even with the fans um, you know they're obvious obviously were a little concerned about why a doctor would you know fall in love with a prostitute but hey things happen and 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 these are soaps so um, you know we came on like that and and. and Without following us as our history, uh, my my character's history, and then we got to see Randy, you know, clean up, learn things, progress. She cleans up very nicely, I might add. <laughs> Thankfully, I mean, the first couple of weeks they were putting no makeup on me it was horrible. <laughs> I was like, who, who approved this? <laughs> but um, but um, we've got to see her really evolve in a short amount of time, which I think is great because um, you know, we've. we've We've really, and I, I've really worked hard on the character to sway the fans mm-hmm. and, uh, and, and show them this heart of gold that they all didn't get to see immediately, but maybe Frankie understood of the character off, you know, what you guys don't see on screen. Because especially when we had that change of, of, of writers a couple months after I came on, we discussed that he would be writing a lot of things that went on um, not necessarily on screen for the viewers. So okay. um, I think that they, they didn't really understand that the, the love connection. Um, but we've got to see her evolve and, and, and jump into a, a company and, and learn how to use computers and processors. And, and, and now where she is, I mean, she's right hand to whichever owner of Fusion it is of the day. <laughs> <laughs> well, if, so it's if, really nice. If Randy is the hooker with the heart of gold, uh, Madison would be the... Murderous with the heart of gold? Oh, I don't know about a heart of gold. I wasn't going to say murderous. I was thinking something nicer, like the gambler with the heart of coal, maybe. But Ah, that works, too. That is, works, too. Is Depends. Madison a good girl, a bad girl, or just misunderstood? Oh, uh, well, I like to think uh, somewhere in between. I think she's... Complex, okay. and I, 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 you know, um, you know, when I first started working on the show, Madison was written as, you know, I used to call her an evil wench. She, there was just nothing redeemable about her. Um, she drank and gambled and killed people and blackmailed people and did everything evil. Um, 
<laughs> which is really fun to play. That's, you know, it's fun stuff, but um, it doesn't make for a character that's very likable or relatable. Um, but as time went on, uh, you know, for Madison, too, we got to see more um, human qualities as it was revealed that the reason she's this evil wench <laughs> is because, in fact, she's been abused her whole life. And, you know, that's really sad, and she's never known love and all these things. But, um, you know, I think we're starting to get to see um, the good side of her mm-hmm. trying to come out. But I like to think that there's always that um, edge underneath okay. so that you never really know what way it's going to go with her. And I think, you know, um, the Randy character is always hyper-aware of that mm. and always skeptical, rightfully so. Well, yeah, you, you tried to pin a murder on her, so I, I would be a little skeptical, too. Of course. <laughs> no. I do have good reason. <laughs> <laughs> I want to make sure that we talk about something before we run out of time, because we are getting at the, the end of the show. Uh, but, Denise, you're going to be having a private fan event during All My Children's Fan Weekend in September uh, with yes. some of your friends. My first one. Mm-hmm. So let's talk a little bit. Uh, how can folks find out about it, and uh, what can they expect? Um, well, details and ticket sales are on officialdenisefassi.com. And I'm really excited because it's my first fan event, and I'm putting a lot of time into it. Um, I have been to a couple of um, different fan events over my two years in this world, and I wanted to do something different. Uh, I think that we're all under economic stress right now, so Mm -hmm. I wanted to make sure that if people were spending the money to come to my event, that, that, that they would get a bang for their buck. We are having Stephanie come. Um, JR is coming, and my TV hubby Cornelius will be there. And we're having a setup that's really intimate where you'll get to eventually, towards the end of the program, you'll get to do your, your photo ops and your autograph stuff with your, with, you know, whomever, whichever star you like or all of them. Nice. Um, but going before that, we'll do like little interview sections and, and, We'll do Q&As, and we've got a couple of raffles going on. And um, it's, it's really going to be a live moment to get to know each one of us. That'll be really and, nice. Um, I'm super excited. I've been, it's been a lot of planning, and we've, we've been working on it now for probably about two months, getting it just <laughs> Wow. Right. Yeah, I'm really specific. <laughs> it's Friday, September 24th. Yes, it's Friday, September 24th, uh, 4 p.m. to 7, and um, it's in the same hotel as the main event is, so no travel time. So, yeah. So get out your little red markers, everybody. Circle Friday, September 24th, and, of course, as Denise said, you can go to her official website, officialdenisevassy.com, for more information about that. So I want to make sure that we talked about that. But now let's go back to... Uh, the folks who are going to be there are folks that we do get to see you with on screen. Of course, uh, Denise and Stephanie will be there, and, and Jr. and Cornelius. But for both of you, is there anyone on the show now, or maybe someone who's been on the show previously, who you haven't had a chance to work with or work with as much as you would have wanted? It's a lot of words in there, and I apologize. <laughs> we only no, have good. a few minutes. So Steph, I, I do you want to go first? Um, sure. Uh, well, I, I haven't made any secret that my TV soap opera crush is on Torsten Kay. Uh-huh. And 
And uh, this is, this is a dual the, crush, I, by the way. I think it's. I think it's. I, I mean, I, it's safe to say probably any woman would agree. Um, yeah. But uh, you know, we got to work together just a tiny little bit when I first started on the show, and he's a lot of fun and, and um, a really good actor. And I would have wanted to work more with him, but obviously didn't really get a chance. <laughs> And, Denise, I'm going to give you the last word. Um, I agree 100%. Torsten is an awesome actor, and there's a lot to learn. I've spoken about being on set with him and, and not understanding a certain speech I was giving, and he pulled me to the side and kind of walked me through it. And then, I mean, another person, and Steph, you and I have talked about this before, was David Canary. Of I mean, course. he's a legend in the soap world, and we definitely helped, you know, ring in his farewell, but... Um, Neither one of us got to get, you know, so close to him. He's definitely someone you could just watch from the outside and pick up um, a lot of things, but it's not like either one of us had a storyline that intertwined with his. So, I mean, kind of sad about that. Well, I feel like we could talk for a lot more time, and hopefully, since we have more to talk about, maybe both of you will agree to come back again in the future. Anytime. Good. I want to thank both Denise Vassie and Stephanie Gachet for dropping by the show this week. Uh, if you enjoyed their visit, be sure to check them out every weekday on All My Children, which airs on ABC. And if you can't watch the show live, you can also check out same-day repeats on SoapNet or watch the show online at abc.com. Until we meet again next week, I'm Dan Kroll signing off on another edition of Soap Central Live. Join us next time for the continuing story of all your favorite soaps. Tune in next Friday at 3 p.m. Pacific Time, 6 p.m. Eastern Time for another edition of Soap Central Live on the Voice America Variety Channel. Thanks again for listening to the preceding program brought to you on the Voice America Variety Channel. For more information about our network and to check out additional show hosts and topics of interest, please visit voiceamericavariety.com. The Voice America Talk Radio Network is the worldwide leader in live Internet talk radio. Visit voiceamerica.com. The views and ideas expressed on the preceding program are strictly those of the hosts or guests and do not necessarily reflect the views and ideas held by Voice America Talk Radio Network its staff, and management.